Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry, presents the Cavalcade of America. Tonight's star, Dick Powell. Time, World War II. Place, the Pacific Ocean off Japan. The Navy submarine trigger, submerged, motionless, is under depth charge attack. With Dick Powell as Lieutenant Commander Roy Benson, United States Navy, here's tonight's DuPont Cavalcade play, The Silent Service. Ooh, that's close, yeah. You know who's responsible? Shut up and hand me the wrench. You've known me long enough, Gallagher. You know I don't beef any more than the next guy. Hand me the wrench. I tell you, I'm not the only one who thinks this. There's such a thing as a jinx skipper. That's what I think. That's what I think Benson is. Now, this is the second trip we made with him in command. The first one, the food stores ran short, and about half the torpedoes were dust. Are you blaming him for that, too? I'm just telling you the things that have been going wrong. Now, take this. The thing that's wrong with this trip right now is that we're taking water through this voice tube valve. Here. Let me show you a beef, Sky. Let's see if we can tighten down on it. What's one valve? Got the whole plastic chap navy up there. Breathing nice fresh air. You know, there was a guy like Vincent came into the basketball team back home. Now, once more. Came in from another high school, a hot shot, see? Our team was doing good enough, but the first day he showed up, our center broke his leg. And it went on like that. Just like that. Skyler. Sorry. Sound like that'll be picked up by every destroyer between here and Tokyo. Take it easy, Skyler. Sorry, sir. It was partly my fault, sir. And partly mine, I take it. You can go back to your station, Skyler. Yes, sir. I, uh, heard what he was saying, Gallagher. Is he, uh, all right? Sure is. He just getting attention out of the system like everybody else. Uh, what did he mean? A guy like me came into the basketball team. Oh, he didn't mean anything, sir. He was just talking. Some of the men pray when they're in spots like this, but Skyler just talks. He thinks I'm a jinx, huh? When he's in a spot like this, he tries to blame everybody, right up to the Secretary of the Navy. Well, it's not good to get anything like this jinx business started in the crew. Oh, it'll stop when we're up in the sun again and the bow pointed to Pearl with a bone in her teeth. Then you'll be the best doggone captain there ever was. Thanks. Trying to be one is made a lot easier by cheap petty officers like you, Gallagher. I want you to know that. Thank you, sir. Well, you've, uh, you've done a good job in the valve. I don't think it's hurting us too much now, sir, but both periscope motors are grounded out by the water. I'm... There's the answer to that wrench dropping. Yes, sir. It would be better if we could move. But we can't without sending oil up to the surface and giving them our position that way. One of the shaft bearings was damaged. And maybe I am a jinx, Gallagher. Now, I'll be in the wardroom. 
If there's any chance of drying out the periscope motors... Yeah, I'll do what I can. How's it going, Les? Good, good. I'm doing... They're closer. Yeah. Skyler dropped a wrench. Hmm. Do you think we sank the target file? Two torpedoes both went in. They seem to be us for something. Oh, well, could be. If she didn't go down, if it works out that I've taken these men through four hours of attack like this for anything less than a sinking, I'm going to have myself reduced to coxswain. That would be a new way of making naval history. Now, I'll be in the wardroom. I'm going to bring the patrol report up to date. November 1942. At 1300 this date, sighted a small enemy convoy. Five cargo ships, possibly carrying troops and two destroyers. Fired two torpedoes at largest cargo ship. Both torpedoes straight and hot. Two escorting destroyers located us by their sound detection equipment and immediately opened up a depth charge attack. Twenty hundred. Conditions have now improved. After six hours, the attack was lifted, and we were able to observe by periscope. The amount of wreckage in the large area of sea covered by floating oil leads me to consider the target sunk. Have now surfaced and set course for Pearl Harbor. Lieutenant Commander Benson to see the Admiral. That door there, sir. Go right in. He's expecting you. Yes? Boy, come in. Glad to see you. I wanted to talk with you. Sit down. Thank you very much, Admiral. Well, gotten your land legs back in? Oh, yes, sir. We've had three days ashore. How many days at sea? Sixty-three this trip. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> looking through your report again. You touched briefly on the problem of crew morale. Uh, tell me about it, will you? Well, I, uh, I don't think it's a serious problem, sir. It's partly the natural result of 83 men being confined as closely as we were for two months. I'm afraid we'll have to assume that it is a serious problem, Roy. Is there any particular crew member at the bottom of it? I'm sorry you asked that, sir. From what I understand, I'm at the bottom of it. You? What do you mean? Well, on, uh, on two patrols now, I've never fired a torpedo without taking a beating in return. Well, can't expect Rosie. Huh? Well, understand, I'm not complaining, sir. That's submarine duty. You give and you take. But some of the other skippers have had it easier. They've run into unescorted targets, knocked them over, and then to surface. They've built up reputations as good luck skippers. A title that hardly fits me to date. You're okay, Roy. Forget it. Your reports bear out your good record. Well, unfortunately, the enlisted men never see those reports. Yes, it's true. But uh, by your leave, there uh, must be a reason for the discussion of morale. Yes, yes, there is. The trigger has been ordered to undertake a new mission as quickly as she can be refitted. Mine lane. Mine lane? In the shipping lanes off the coast of Japan. But, Admiral, the trigger was built to fight with torpedoes. That's what her crew was trained to do. That's what I was trained to do. Yes, I know. 
There's a war to fight, and at the moment we can't fight it with torpedoes. There aren't enough of them. Oh, I didn't realize that, sir. Uh, few people do. The way things are out here, there are more submarines than torpedoes. That's why you're being ordered out as a mine layer. We can't afford to have idle ships. I understand, sir. Good. You'll start refitting and retraining immediately. What kind of duty is that? Desperation duty, Les. Enlisted men are not to be told until after we leave. There's a shortage of torpedoes. Sure. Wait till they work out a shortage of air and ocean. Then things will really begin to get tough. Were you thinking of resigning, Les? Or shall we go aboard? Mine, Lane. We'll be laughed out of Pearl before we get a chance to leave. Let's go below. Uh... No, I don't mean any of this, Captain. If we have to do it, we'll do it. That's right. But you do mean it. I know exactly how you feel. Morning, Captain. Good morning, Gallagher. You said it yourself, Les. A torpedo is like a good investment. You know where you're putting it. If you do it right, you'll get an immediate return on the investment. Yeah. Oh, but don't be too unhappy. I talked the Admiral into letting us take at least three torpedoes aboard for morale. Okay. What's our departure date? Well, we move over to the yard for repairs and refitting this afternoon. Officers and men start mining instruction in the morning. And we leave in two weeks. Five, December 1942. Sorted Pearl Harbor at 1100 this date. When we'd settled down on our prescribed course, I assembled all available officers and men in the forward torpedo room. shut! Never mind, men. Carry on. Now, uh, there are a few things I, I want to say to you. I won't start it out by saying that we're uh, all in the same boat, but that is the case. None of the officers are any happier about this mission than you are. I know I'm not. You, uh, you know how it goes. Somebody topside tells us what to do, no questions asked, and then, well, then we have to tell you. Now, uh, some of, well, some of you men have tagged me as a hard luck skipper. And I guess I don't blame you. Being picked for this patrol probably makes the tag fit better. But, uh, well, there's a darn good reason for being here. And for security reasons, I couldn't tell you about it in Pearl. The trigger was converted to mine laying. What? Yes, yes, mine laying, because there aren't enough torpedoes out here to armor for her regular work. Well, how could a thing like that happen? It happens. The bombing of Pearl Harbor happened, too. So did the fall of the Philippines. And that left us with no bases within 5,000 miles of the enemy. But you can go a lot farther back than that, Skyler. Valley Forge happened, too. And Washington's forces fought back from that. The U.S. has always fought against big odds. And we've had to figure out a second or a third way to do things if the first way doesn't work. The submarine was developed to destroy enemy shipping. And if the trigger can't do it in the first way, well, you never can tell. We may still have to put wings on her and fly her to Tokyo. Tokyo? Is that what we're bouncing? Well, not quite, Benelli, but only about 60 miles away. If we have to lay mines, we're going to lay them where they'll do the most good. 
right on Hirohito's front porch. Sixteen December, 1942. After our voyage from Pearl Harbor, arrived on station to commence mine-laying operations two miles off a point of land jutting out from the Japanese homeland called Inobosaki. Then it was the temptation first presented itself. Right full rudder. All ahead full. Right full rudder. All ahead full, full sir. Steer course 310. Steer course 310, sir. All ahead one third. All ahead one third, sir. Bring me up to 60 feet. Right. 60 feet, sir. All stop. All stop, sir. Up periscope. Wow. How about it, Captain? Hmm. Not bad for a dry run. There's an AK up there. 5,000 tons or better. Yeah. Have a look, Les. Take over the dive, Gallagher. Uh, you better sneak up on this, Les. Shock might be serious. No, look at that cargo ship. Begging for a torpedo, just begging. She's loaded to the plimsoll mark. You gonna let that baby get away too, Captain? That's the order. I don't like it any more than you do. Well, I'll carry on, Les. I'll be forward. Better bring the patrol book up to date. December 1942. The most serious problem aboard the trigger was that of frustration. We spent the time between December 16th and 20th merely observing Japanese shipping. It seemed as if hundreds of vessels passed in and out of sight, and with each one, the feeling in all of us grew. Hatred for the laxity shown by the cocksure Japanese skippers. Anger and resentment toward our own nerve-wracking inactivity and a real hunger for the sight and sound of a ship going down under torpedo attack. After four days of observation, we believed ourselves well enough informed on the enemy ship's favorite course around in Ubasaki to carry out the operation. Running at 100 feet, sir. Thanks, Gallagher. Oh, uh, to pass the word that we'll see an end to this tonight. Well, that's good news. Tell the men to relax the rest of the afternoon. We'll move in a couple of hours after the evening mess. Hi. Now, uh, Les, what were you beefing about? Me beef, Captain? Mm. I was only voicing a well-thought-out and cautious skepticism of this chart. It was copied from a Japanese map. That's because it covers a part of the Japanese coast. Yes, and it could well be one Japanese secret weapon. An error of a fathom or two here and there would do wonders to a submarine. Well, I thought of that a few days back. Haven't looked at it since. Now, I guess I'll have to... Now, look at this, uh, this jump in fathoms here. That doesn't look right, does it? No, no. But we won't go in that close. Wouldn't you say that most of the shipping we've seen has passed between this point and, uh, this one? Well, definitely, sir. Oh, I think our first plant should go on a the line there, then, don't you? Depends on depth. It shows 30 fathoms, but as I said, they're Japanese fathoms. Well, we can't go in surfaced. We can't take the faintest chance of being sighted and shelled or bombed with this load of explosives on us. Again. Now, if we start at this point, out here, yeah. and go in at periscope depth, 
I'll use a danger bearing on uh, that point of land. That should do it. The real hot spot is aft with those mines, Les. They're touchy. They like to foul. And the men are impatient to get rid of them. We'll be all right, Captain. I wouldn't let us get blown up five days before Christmas. I hope. Cavalcade of America, starring Dick Powell, sponsored by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry. The DuPont Cavalcade continues, starring Dick Powell as Lieutenant Commander Roy Benson, United States Navy, in The Silent Service. Commander Benson, skipper of the Navy submarine trigger on a dangerous mine-laying mission in the coastal waters of Japan, sits in the wardroom of his submarine, making an entry in the patrol book. 20 December 1942. At 20.58 was on station submerged. Brilliant moonlight made navigation by periscope easy. But it also brought a certain amount of uneasiness into the operation, as good visibility had to be shared with the enemy. In 30 minutes, our first mine plant had been made without incident. At 20.44, we had turned our vessel and started to lay our second plant, a line parallel to the first. How does she read now, Joe? Right, bud. Secure at 700. You know, it's tricky compensating for the weight of those mines when they go out. The trim is better now. Now, give me the time, will you? I don't want to move away from this eyepiece. Yeah, 21.59, Thanks. Captain, I have something I've sewn up. What is it? I'm picking up propellers. What bearings? All five, two, sir. Gallagher, signal cease operations to Mr. Files' party. Hurry. Aye, aye. It's closer on the phone, sir. Hmm. It's closer here, too. Operations have ceased, sir. Good. All stop. All stop, sir. Oh, she'll cross her bars now. Now, oh, fat cargo ship. Not even blacked out. Uh, forward torpedo tubes, sir? Uh, not yet. Maybe we can find her again after we get rid of the rest of the mines. What have you picked up, sir? A big AK, Les. Looked bad for a couple of moments. We were both on collision courses. Take a look. Right. Hey, we were close. We gonna take her? Not now. Maybe we can. She went up! She went up! She hit one of our mines! Look at her, Captain! Let me see. Her back's broken. Do you mean one mine can do that? It did it, Skyler. Form a line, men, and take a look at her before she goes down. Come on, you earned it. You're the men who knocked her off. Gee, I've never heard of anything like this happening before. It just don't happen, that's why. Let me get a look at that ship I just sunk. You sunk? You were man in the chair. I heard her first. Come on, don't be hogging her thing. Let me look. Twenty-three hundred. We are well offshore and surface to recharge batteries. Completed mine-laying operation without further incident. Although it is nearing midnight, there is no sleep in the ship. We are still buzzing with excitement over the rare privilege of being able to watch a ship die as a result of a mine we laid less than an hour before. It's unique in history. 
there's no morale problem aboard the trigger tonight. Twenty-five, December, nineteen forty-two. Christmas passed quietly. Now that our primary mission, mine laying, is accomplished, we can do something with our three torpedoes. But a search for a torpedo target is unsuccessful in the area of Inubasaki. We have raised our sights, and now we'll be satisfied with another sinking to celebrate the new year. Twenty-eight December, nineteen forty-two. 1,200. Sighted enemy destroyer, Okikaze class, or even larger, accompanied by two destroyer escorts. Ordered battle stations and am now starting our attack approach. Forward torpedo tubes remain ready, sir. Very well. Up, periscope. Bearing 300. Left. 25 degrees rudder. All ahead, two-thirds. F-25 degrees rudder. All ahead, two-thirds, sir. Steering 290. Steer 290, sir. Steering 025. I have 25 degrees starboard angle on the bow, sir. No, she's more than that. Give it 45 degrees. Enemy's new course now on zero four zero. Right fifteen degrees rudder. All ahead full. Right fifteen degrees rudder. All ahead full, sir. Steer three one zero. Steer three one zero, sir. Range is now one two zero zero yards. Stand by. All ahead, one-third. All ahead, one-third, sir. She's dead on. Angle closing. One, two, three, four, fire! a destroyer of the Okikaze class without catching it from arrest courts. There's nothing to beep about. What did you say? Nothing to beep about. You know, you can call this Benson anything you want to, but he's not a hard luck skipper anymore. Lieutenant Commander Benson. Wouldn't make any difference if he was Admiral of the whole Pacific Fleet. Maybe tough duty with him, but you can't say he doesn't find targets. I didn't say that, Skyler. Yeah, you know, give us more skippers like him. We'll put the whole blasted Japanese Navy right on the bottom. Or even that mining thing. If it hadn't been for... Uh-oh. Uh, how's it going, Gallagher? Fine, Captain. Skyler? Oh, good, sir. Good, sir. Yeah, we sure blasted that one. Too many more like her? I don't think we'll run out of targets. Well, I hope we do. 
We don't run out of targets. We don't win the war. You're a profound man, Skylar. A very profound man. One January 1943-0900. Believing us to be removed from danger, have surfaced and set course for Pearl Harbor. New Year's Eve passed quietly aboard. Feeling it the duty of a commanding officer, I addressed the men and told them what I thought the future promised. I wanted to tell them that as long as there were men like them, the frontiers of freedom would never stand unguarded. I wanted to tell them that they had shown and would continue to show the courage that is part of our heritage. But I didn't say those things because I knew it would embarrass them. As it turned out, the message was delivered anyway. Not by me, but by the cook. Only he said it better. Somebody beefed about the evening meal, and I heard the cook answer, Admiral King told the Navy at the start of this ruckus, do the best you can with what you have. Well, that's what we're doing, all of us. Doing the best we can with what we have. to Dick Powell and the Cavalcade players for tonight's DuPont play, The Silent Service. Next week, the star of the DuPont Cavalcade will be Diana Lin. Our play, Chinese Daughter, tells the beautiful story of a young Chinese girl, Jade Snow Wong, who defied ancient tradition to take her place in modern American life. Be sure to listen. Tonight's DuPont Cavalcade was written by Gil Dowd, adapted from the book Battle Submerged by Rear Admiral Harley Cope and Captain Walter Carrig, published by W.W. W. Norton. Technical advice by Commander William A. Overton. Music was composed by Arden Cornwell, conducted by Donald Boys. The program was directed by John Zoller. This is Cy Harris speaking. Ladies and gentlemen, we all realize that inflation is a menace. Stock price advances in its tracks. In a free world, we can do this of our own free will. And we'd better. So let's do whatever is necessary, each in our own way, to hold prices down. Thank you. Don't forget next week, our star, Diana Lynn. Our play... Chinese Daughter. The DuPont Cavalcade of America comes to you from the Velasco Theater in New York and is sponsored by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry. Here the... And on NBC.